Previously on Dungeons and Drimpus. Jezeline, you saved my life. I love you, Jezeline. You're welcome, little buddy. Excuse me? You may have the softest lips in all the land, but that does not excuse the fact that you nearly got us all killed back there. We all have different ways we can contribute. I, for one, will help us meditate across the dangerous seas. And then he closes his eyes and meditates furiously. <laughs> Jeremiah, you start to get a craving. Oh? You see the the little pot of the cure sitting next to Jezeline. Your lips start to uh, quiver. You get those uh, crackhead shakes. Cold, hunger, thirst. These are merely states of mind. You need only imagine yourself outside them, and you need not suffer them. And Spent is like, yeah. Yeah, hunger's an illusion. <laughs> I've got a, a blood orange, opposite of garlic, vampirically speaking. How long were you gonna keep that from us, Fenton? Oh, you didn't ask. Also, I was in a whale. Is that land? Rihanna quickly runs up to the frost troll that's grabbed Jeremiah and stabs it right in the chest. Ow! Ooh, that smarts! <laughs> What is wrong with you? What in the name of Longreach was that for? Wait, Mind, please. did you just say Longreach? Uh, you're standing in it, sweetheart. Doesn't look like anything goes to the royal palace anymore. Really? If you know what I mean. I don't. I heard you guys are trying to get to the royal district. I wouldn't really advise it. We're not exactly allowed to be there right now. And Jezlin's like, so how are we going to get there? I think I could be of assistance. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think I could be of assistance. Ah. Jargon sits back down at the table with the the royal-looking person and says, So, what do you have to say? Well, let's, let's get right to it. I know you're not really from here, and I know you are not exactly royalty. Especially with uh, your uh, apparel when you walked in here. But, I hear you wish to have an audience with the king. I think I have a proposal that will benefit the both of us. Let's hear it. Yes, I can get you to see the king, but in exchange, I'll need a favor. Two men will be coming into town very soon. 
They are to engage in a duel. One of them is a friend of mine. The two got into an argument and now are attempting to settle their differences in a very deadly and crude manner. I tried to talk them out of it, but unsurprisingly they wouldn't listen. They care more for their own manliness and machismo than they do for their own lives. Their weapon of choice is hand crossbow. They are to walk ten paces, count down from ten, and turn and fire. My friend Bartleby assures me that he will return the victor, but I happen to know this isn't true. Hence my drinking here. His opponent Azaro, a dark elf, is quite the marksman, and this isn't his first duel either. I'm quite fond of Bartleby, but I fear that he is overconfident of the outcome. Duels, as barbaric as they are, are quite legal here in Longreach. However, foul play is not. If one does not abide by the rules of the duel, they are to be punished, executed in fact, immediately. However, that also means that interrupting the duel physically is punishable by death. Do you see what I'm getting at? Indeed. If you can get Azaro killed instead, I will grant you your request to visit the king. When is this taking place? They should be here quite soon. I suggest you wait outside if we are to uh, make this deal. Consider it done. Splendid. And that is the Crackshaw promise. <laughs> wait, something just hit me. Rockbottom, what happened to your accent? Why are you talking all funny? It doesn't even, like, fate, like, nothing. Nothing. He didn't hear it. Reginald looks at uh, Jorgen and winks. <laughs> Best get to it. Oh. He winks back. And he, he goes to reach for his booty journal and then remembers it's not there. Uh. And Jorgen gets kind of <laughs> sad. Okay, so uh, Jorgen goes up to Hartlock and says, Hartlock, um... I, I don't know if this is going to be quite up your alley, but I suppose the greater good outweighs the damage we're going to be doing. We need to find a way to rig a duel. That sounds perfectly fine. One life for the many. Exactly. Rihanna needs the rest. Frankly, so do the rest of the party. Um, I, I suggest that you and I get a move on if you're feeling up to it. Oh, I'm feeling up to it. Let us be on our way. Rock bottom. I don't mean to interrupt. However, we have a hand crossbow of our own. If we just replace the other person of this duel, one of us who's particularly good at shooting could just kill the other guy. You understand this guy's a master marksman, right? Right. And what is your track record when it comes to getting shot at? Not very good. Exactly. Go rest up. If you if you got any of your little magic songs you want to sing to try and put them to sleep or something like that, you can try that, okay? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that would be a great idea, That'll be a great time for your lullaby, Jeremiah. Oh, Jeslin, you think so? Maybe maybe I could do that actually. Everybody's drowsy, and then we could do some kind of some kind of distraction, maybe. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. Okay, so Jorgen is going to say, Hotlock, oh, I have a better idea. I think we revisit some of our old tactics. Ah, yes, I see what you're saying. You want to you you, you want to do another performance of Orc Daddies and distract them. <laughs> Not exactly, but you know what? You're tempting me, lad. I, I like how you think. Uh, I was thinking something a little more fiery. Like a cocktail? Aye. That sounds physical. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if it's just a distraction and not an attack. Here's what we do, Hotlock. We let Jeremiah play his little ditties, but in the event that that fails, which, let's be honest, it probably will, uh... We have a cocktail ready. Try and get, uh, try and get him to turn around, so that our friend 
has a nice clean shot to the back of his head. How about this? If we startle him ahead of time to get him to turn around early, then he will have broken the rules of the duel and then must be executed immediately. Excellent thinking. I have a problem with the word ditty. I prefer concerto de harmonica, if we could start using that. So Jorgen is going to go into the bar and go talk to Gerald again. Meanwhile, Hartlock is going to try to get the ale from um, Rihanna. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, Whoa. Rihanna, I need this ale in order for us to achieve our mission. To be perfectly honest... I need this ale to live, so if we're going to be talking about now, needing... Now, Rihanna, do we need to talk about a little alcohol problem you may or may not Jeremiah, have? You don't need that. I will deal with you Very well, then. Later. The ale is yours. I suppose I will have to resort to murder after all. Whoa, whoa, wait. What, what are you talking about? I was inside the bar the entire... What were you doing outside? Uh, well, I, said that, uh, that I said that I would need the ale. To achieve our mission. For what? It's probably what? best that you don't know. <laughs> Whoa, no, no. I'm a part of this. Am I still playing my music or what? Why are you... What are we talking about? What Let's were you just doing? Let's say is necessary for interrupting the duel. Are you going to make a cocktail? Uh, uh, uh. And so what if I did? That... <laughs> Why? Why do that? Why? If he's distracted during his ten paces and he turns around early, then he breaks the rules of the duel and must be executed immediately. Hmm. Oh, so I'm not doing my lullaby then. We're doing the cocktail. I mean, you could do, you could, you could, you could do the ditty anyway, but uh, uh, concerto, concerto de harmonica. Oh, anyway, but failing that, let's say for some reason that doesn't work, and let's just assume that it doesn't, helps to have a distraction. Okay, fair. Also, considering if you do your little... Concerto de harmonica, get it right. Thank you. See, Hartlock understands. Considering you do your little ditty, (laughs) what if the the person we're trying to save also falls asleep? Like, what do we... You're right. And then they just wake up and still try and kill each other. Look, all I'm saying is, I think there's an easier solution. And I think it's going to be me drinking as much ale as possible to be the distraction. You see what I'm saying? So Jorgen heads back inside to speak to Reginald. So Azoro, how will we recognize him? Do you know where he might be right now? Azoro? Yes. Um, well, they're on their way here. Um, Azaro is a dark elf. Do you know anything about this individual in particular? Any way, any particular affinities we might be able to use against him? Well, he's known to have affairs while married to other women. You know, he's been in three previous duels. Mm. He is the son of a dead military commander. That's about all I know. I don't really like the, the chap myself. And Bartleby, is he startled easily? Bartleby, he... He does have a bit of a temper, I'll say, but I've, I find it a little bit endearing. Would you say he'd be able to keep his nerves calm under stress? I'm not sure. I would suggest that your distraction, you put it in Azaro's view, but not in Bartleby's. Excellent. Thank you. That will do. All right. So he's going, he's going to go up to Hartlock and say, Hartlock, how's the, how's the Molotov coming along? To be frank, not great. Uh... 
Rihanna seems intent on downing the whole thing and becoming a distraction herself. Uh, you know what? We can use that to our advantage. Uh, go ask Jeremiah for some gold and buy yourself some ale to, to create what you gotta make. You could ask me yourself, Jorgen. Go ask Jeremiah for some gold so you can make your Molotov. Jeremiah, could I please have some gold to buy some ale to make a Molotov? What? Heartlock, you know I want to give you gold, but I just spent 10 on the room we're not going to use. Can anyone else chip in here? I've spent 20 gold already. I've spent 20 gold already. Oh, so now you're talking to me, Jorgen. That's nice of you. How much gold would you like? Five gold, please. Well, now that you said please, here is five gold. Thank you. And I hand it to Heartlock. Uh-huh. Heartlock goes to purchase the ale. Okay, so Heartlock walks back inside, and you go to Gerald at the bar. What can I do for you, little fella? One ale, please. One ale coming right up. And he uh, slaps down the gold. All right. There you go. Thank you for your business. Thank you. Uh, Hartlock takes the ale back to um, Jorgen and Jeremiah and says, Let's pretend I don't know actually how to make a cocktail. Theoretically. All right. What are you theoretically proposing? (laughs) You would have to take a rag... Soak it, light that end, and then essentially just shatter it on the ground. Right, it's the uh, starting the fire business that I don't exactly know how to do. We can use my scimitars. That didn't really work out very well for us before. Well, we have an accelerant now. Do we? The alcohol. Oh, you're right. Cool. Uh, who's gonna make it? Good lord, as always. Okay, uh, he rips the other leg of his pants, so now they're matching length, and he he takes a strip from there, uh, and tries to prepare a little bit of a of a Molotov. Jorgen takes a piece of his pant leg, a bit of cloth, and sticks it into the ale bottle, making a Molotov unlit. Hotlock, if I give you my two scimitars, can I trust you to get a spark going uh, to light this rag? When the time comes, you can certainly trust me to do that. Whether I will succeed is another matter. I suppose we have no choice. I'm going to give it to you. Um, when you do toss it, I'm going to try and run through the fire to light myself uh, and create as big a commotion as we can in that moment. Okay, I mean, there's got to be a fire somewhere in the tavern, right? There's a big fire in the tavern, yes. Okay, let's use that. <laughs> we'll need another small strip or a stick or something. To light and hold until uh, it's time to light the actual cocktail. Uh, yeah, Hartlock is going to just go outside, grab a stick to dip in the fire. Uh, can I super quickly roll for search around the area we're in outside? I rolled a 17, and I'm specifically looking for dogs. <laughs> no, no dog in the vicinity. After about 20 minutes, uh, you see five men walk into the street, and they all look wealthy. You see a dark elf, a man dressed in black walking next to him, carrying a small chest, a middle-aged bald man with a mustache and goatee combo like Guy Fox, a red-headed dwarf with a short beard and short hair, and next to the dwarf is another guy dressed in black carrying a small chest. They stop in your street, and the bald guy goes, You may now unveil the weapons of choice. I shall inspect them when you are ready. The dwarf takes a hand crossbow and some bolts out of one chest, and the dark elf takes a hand crossbow 
and some bolts out of the other. The bald dude walks over and inspects the dwarf crossbow. Then he inspects the elf crossbow. Face each other when you are ready. The elf and the dwarf face each other, and some citizens gather around watching. A couple of the Gorellan guards are watching too. Now stand back to back. They do so. Walk forward ten paces. One, two, three, four, five. Is this the moment at which I can throw the cocktail? Where are you throwing it? Uh, in front of Bartleby. Meanwhile, Yargin is running into position, basically parallel with Bartleby, to get ready to run through the fire. <laughs> you, you throw the cocktail in front of Bartleby, and a fire, like, erupts. Everyone stops. The counting stops. The people watching turn around. Who threw that? Who threw that? Who has thrown that? Who is trying to kill us? Did the Dark Elf turn around early? Both combatants are still standing very still. Not counting, not moving. All the onlookers are looking around panicked at the little fire that has erupted in front of Bartleby. Oh my goodness, look at that dwarf over there. And uh, Harlock will point at uh, Jargon. Jargon ducks and covers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bartleby's like, Yeah, what about that? Huh? You got something to say? The bald guy walks over to Hartlock. You, sir, are you responsible for this? Interruption? What makes you think that? You do realize how much trouble you could be in interrupting a royal duel. Can I quickly whip out my harmonica and start playing lullaby? <laughs> sure. All right, here we go. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, little dark elf. You are tall and very strong. And you're going to dream about moving from your spot. Okay, so the bald guy who was yelling at Hartlock, he starts, like, wobbling back and forth a bit. And I... What... What was I saying again? I'm sorry. (laughs) And then you see the Dark Elf has uh, unwavered, but Bartleby is wobbling back and forth. The Goralans are walking over to Jeremiah, and they're just kind of looking at you angrily. Uh, I slipped the harmonica back in my pocket. The bald guy shakes his head back and forth. He's like, where was I? Oh, yes, we have a duel to commence. Um, Right, back to it, everyone. I mean, did we even do... (sighs) What a weird dream. Have we started? Yeah, we started. We act. We finished. We finished. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't you remember where were you? Everyone is um alive though. That's yeah. boring. It was a droll. They said no. Azaro goes. My duel was interrupted. And then Bartleby's like, "Is that walking stick still alive? <laughs> After all that." Oh. And then bald guy, he's, he's pondering quietly and he comes to a conclusion. He's like, we will begin the paces once again. 
The duel is off, and we will recommence in one minute. Jorgen hears this, and from from the spot where Jorgen is hiding, he begins to take off all of his clothes. <laughs> Good. Uh, all the people looking around are confused. The Garalans are confused. Everybody's like, what, 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 what the hell? What's this glass? What's going on? <laughs> and he goes through the sequence again. They do the weapon sequence. When you are ready, face your opponent. And they do so. so. Now stand back to back. And they do so. Walk forward. Ten paces. And they begin walking again. One, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And Jorgen sprints out and does. He tries to do a somersault so that uh, when Azora turns around, he'll just see his his rock bottom uh, going over um, <laughs> Bartleby's head. And then he'll turn around like full frontal, just nude, and and start shouting. Um, start shouting. Uh, uh, Azaro, his father was a, was a military failure. He's a he's a cheater. He cheats on his wife. Uh, you know, we've actually sent word to her uh, already, and I uh, she's uh, she's quite upset. And you suck, orc nuts. <laughs> Where are you? I'm like in front of Bartleby. So like okay. the idea was that when he turns around to shoot at Bartleby, like over Bartleby's head, you see my butt like doing the somersault over it. So the bald guy looks over at Jorgen. Oh, what is it now? <laughs> what is this? What is going on? What is that naked dwarf doing? I swear, this district is disgusting. <laughs> Let us continue. Come on! <laughs> when I count down from ten, you are to turn around and fire. Ten. Nine. Eight. At this stage, Hartlock starts shouting, He's cheating! Bartleby's cheating! Quick, turn around before he kills you! And he does it in exactly that voice. Like, all pretense of Darth Vader voice is gone. <laughs> Bald guy goes, There is no cheating here. I see nothing wrong. Seven. Six. Five. I'm gonna use my ventriloquism spell or uh song rather and i'm gonna throw my voice which i mean the spell works you throw your voice for one minute and i'm gonna say we have the cure to the mire plague no but it's using ventriloquism it's gonna come from the dark elf oh god so the bald guy goes five and then you hear coming from azaro we have the cure to the mire plague and everyone goes, <gasps> what? what? And Bartleby turns around. What? And the Goralans see this. And without even hesitating. No! They take their halberd and they chop his head clean off. And Bartleby's dwarf body falls into the snow and the head rolls. Despicable. Cheaters. Unbelievable. And uh, Azara walks over to his corpse and spits on it. Everyone is uh, excited and terrified and horrified at the event that just occurred. Reginald is leaning on the rail of the uh, skulking sea hag seeing this, and he's, he, he takes another swig from uh, his alcohol bottle. Jorgen 
leaves. He's going to walk back out of town, and he's going to walk towards Harold's house. Uh, Hartlock is going to follow uh, Jürgen. I'm going to go into the bar, and I'm... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go rest. I'm, uh, I'm gonna follow Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna and Jeremiah walk into the bar. The finger fillet men were watching through the window. They're just kind of sitting quietly now at their table. The guy at the bar was still asleep. Gerald was working in the kitchen, unaware of what has transpired. And Reginald walks back inside. And he goes over to you guys and he's like, Well, you did your best. I'll tell you what. Challenge that bastard to a duel again and kill him. And I'll still carry out my end of the deal. You got it. We do have my hand crossbow here. Is anyone a better shot than I am? I would say I am. Rihanna, you want to take this and give it a shot? I do, but uh, I would like to rest beforehand. I'm yeah, that's quite a good idea. Here. Should Especially we let we Hartlock and... Uh, Rock bottom, no. Maybe, uh, they might need a minute. They're already gone. There, let them go. Let them come back. With that time, we'll wait for them to come back and then do what we gotta do. The noblemen are packing up. They're ready to leave. Oh, we gotta do this now. I'm, I'm gonna walk outside and I'm gonna say, hey, can we challenge you to a duel in about, I don't know, an hour? Really? And what quarrel do you have with me? Uh, I don't know. You looked at me funny. He kind of ignores you and continues to pack his things. Oi! I'm talking to you. I want to challenge you to a duel. And you're going to do it. Why? Why do you want to kill me? I never said I, I wanted to you kill are. you. I never said I wanted to kill you. What do you I think happens to... in a duel, sweetheart? You die. What do you think I have? A death wish? Yeah, I do. So maybe I want to die. Just you're... do the damn duel. You're cracked. I punch him. Oh, I'm going to show you. I'll show you. Look, look at it. Look at it. Can you see it? Wow. That's a nat 20. Where are you punching him? Just across the face. Just across the face. I just cross him across the face. Right nice across the face. Okay. Rihanna with the might of Zeus in her drunken rage shows (laughs) Azaro the power of the drunken fist and swings right at Azaro and, and breaks his nose. All right, you want to do this? We'll do this right now. Oh, yeah, let's do it now. Who needs a duel? The bald dude is like, oh, are we another more bloodshed? Wonder- I mean, for honor. This is this is for <laughs> honor. Do, do both parties accept? And Spenton comes out and, and he goes, you're just some pervert that'll fuck anything that walks. <laughs> and Azaro goes... Who said that? And Spenton points at Jeremiah. <laughs> no, what? What are you doing? I say goes, no such thing. Care to lose your life to a pervert? What? Air quotes. No. I don't know. I've been punched in the nose. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. First of all, I said no such thing. Rihanna, I have the perfect plan. Why don't we make Spenton duel him? I don't want to fight that guy. Oh my I want to fight you. Or her. And it's gonna be me. Rihanna, how much health do you have, theoretically? Shut up, Jeremiah. Mind your business. Uh, Alright. Now or never. Great. You may now unveil the weapons of choice. And he turns over to Rihanna. You may grab the crossbow from uh, that sad shape on the ground. And he points to Bartleby's corpse. 
thanks, but I, I, I have my own. Oh, really? Yeah, and I take it from Jeremiah. He inspects the crossbow. Very well. And he inspects Azaro's crossbow. Right then, face each other when you are ready. Wait! I'm not ready. Can I? I need to talk to my mate real quick. And then I'll be ready. I promise. I promise. I promise. Very well. And he looks at you with some tood. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. What? All right. I'm only going to say this because I'm drunk. Yeah. But I want you to know that, yeah, okay, not definitely not my best decision right now, but that's all right. Because I've had the best times of my life with you and Yagen these past few days. And I know that sounds like horseshit because I was always really mean to you. Or not mean, but indifferent. But I really want you to know that since my brother has disappeared, I've had nothing to live for. But then I met you two, and for some weird reason, we hit it off, kicked some ass, and if this is how I have to go down, then this is how I have to go down. But if I go down, you promise me you and Yorgen stick together, you hear me? Rihanna, I feel promise the same. I, I promise, but listen, you're not dying here today. You're our friend. We're going to get you out of this no matter what happens. I'm going right? to hold you to that. If I survive, I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Now go kill that that dark elf. I'll, I'll try my damn best. All right. And I hug him. I give Jeremiah a hug. And I hug her back. And I whisper in his ear, if I do die also, please just stop talking about your fucking dog, all right? I can't make that promise, but the first right, one, absolutely. Fine, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I let him go, and I go back to Azaro. Are you ready? Yeah. Very well. Stand back to back. Walk forward ten paces. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. I shall now count down from ten. You are to turn around and fire when I get to one. Ready? Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Roll for initiative. Fourteen. At the same time, both Rihanna and Azaro turn around and they whip out their hand crossbow. They both fire and Rihanna roll for damage. Four. They both fire at the same time. Rihanna takes a shot. Azaro takes a shot at the same time. And Rihanna, her bolt strikes right into the chest of Azaro. And on that strike, it interrupts his shot and a bolt flies off into the sky. Oh. <gasps> Rihanna drops to the floor. Azaro clutches his his uh, chest and he looks back up and he starts loading another crossbow. Oh, wait, <laughs> can he do that? That's cheating. We got a hit. I thought I, it was just one shot. <laughs> Rihanna, get up, start loading. Okay. It's not done I yet. Just, oh my God. 
That's not how I do duels for my place. 17. Rihanna loads. Uh, she looks. She drops to the floor, but then she looks up, sees that her, she is not finished yet, and she quickly loads another bolt and takes aim with her crossbow. Azara is loading a bolt as well. Rihanna quickly looks up and she reloads her bolt and she stands back up and as Azara is reloading, another bolt comes and fires into Azara's stomach and roll a d4 for me. Four! Ah! A bolt flies into Azara's stomach and blood spills out of Azara's mouth and he looks up and kind of freezes and then falls over and it looks like he stops moving. How exciting. Truly, uh, a vengeance. Mm, how delicious. I mean, this was very honorable, <laughs> and I am pleased. We are all pleased, and it had to be done. <clears throat> right, so, let's pack it away, boys. And the two guys dressed in black, they start packing up the chests. They start walking away, and the bald guy turns around and looks at both bodies, and he's like, There really are no winners in war, are there? And he turns around again, and they walk off away. Are we? Bye-bye. <laughs> Rihanna, you did it! I look at Jeremiah, and I pass out. Straight faint. Straight oh, just God. down. She's, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done for now. Uh, can, uh, I, two things. One, can Jeremiah walk up to Azaro and check his pulse real quick just to confirm that he's donezo? <laughs> sure. Okay, I'm going to go do that. You're not going to catch me while I pass out. You Get friend. down. I'll be right there. Give me a second. <laughs> you kneel down to touch Azaro's neck. Yeah. Now I've got you. And he lunges at you, <gasps> reaches for you, and then... His eyes roll to the back of his head, and he falls. Uh, <laughs> and you check, and there is no pulse. Yeah, there's no pulse, but there is now piss in my pants. Anyway, I'm going to go uh, walk over to Rihanna, and I'm going to carry her into the tavern. And Reginald drunkenly walks over to you. He's like, Beautifully done. Let's go. And he like motions with you, like he waves his hand wildly. <laughs> Reginald, Rihanna's passed out. Jezeline's cold, I think. Uh, <laughs> we don't have, <laughs> we don't have our whole party here. Just give us a little bit of time, and then we'll come with you. How does that sound? And you could get, you could undrunk yourself during that time. Very well. And he goes to the bar, slaps ten gold down, and Gerald's like, a door on the left. Reginald saunters over, walks into his room, opens the door, falls onto the bed, and you immediately hear. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. So just talking to this and read that. Yeah, who else has done this? Jeremiah? Sventon? Yeah, if those two idiots have done it, of course I can do it. Come on. What? We're good. Oh, we're good. Oh, hi. Hi there. I am Rayona, and I'm going to talk at you for a minute or two, so just bear with me. Uh, to start off, we would just like to really thank our founding parents, Adriana Alarcón, Juan Zaria, Will Williams, Anne Baird, Giovanni Zaria, Andrea Jimenez-Neste, Claudia Costa, Marshy A., Jerry Benetados, Katrina Scott, Carolina Riverall, Alejandro Alarcón, Alexia Wilde, Giovanni Neste, Daniel Utze, and Zenobia Ash. Thank you so much. Your support means everything, and without you, we truly wouldn't be here. If you enjoy what we do, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We have exclusive benefits for our patrons, such as voting on the content they wish to see on the show. But if that's not your speed, we also have a Kofi setup where you can send a donation for the price of a cup of coffee. Really, price of a cuppa. That's brilliant. Oh, sorry, right. Uh, both of those are linked in the description. If donations just aren't your thing, we would greatly appreciate you leaving a review. Be sure to check out our special one-shot episode of a Fall Guys-themed campaign. What? What's a Fall Guy? What? Damn it, sorry. Don't forget to use the hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free sticker of our logo. Can I do that? No, 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 wait. We can, no, no, we can pause. You can cut this later, but like a sticker, really. Well, if I'm a part of the team, I think I'd... Are you... Sorry, uh, as always, thanks so much for listening and enjoy the episode. I'm serious about that sticker, though, because if I'm, I'm not going to do stuff like this again. Let's go down to uh, see what uh, Hartlock and Jorgen are up to. You've reached Harold's Hill. Back so soon? Right. I missed y'all. What's uh? What's wrong? Harold, I need your help. I... Uh, I don't know what else... I don't know what else to do. Well, tell Papa Harold what's wrong. <laughs> I know... 
The Royal District is in the mountains, right? Yep. I need to get to the Royal District. I've got... I told you already, I, I have the cure for the Mire Plague. Uh, I need to strike a deal with the king. I... I, I, I sent... I sent two children out to sea in an attempt to save them, and I don't know how to get them back, and I need the king to help me. Oh my goodness, that is awful. Uh, I know. I have not seen two cat children, but I will let you know if I were to happen upon two cat children. Listen, I just, I I don't know who I can trust anymore. I, I clearly can't trust myself. Uh, even when I'm when I'm working with with the rest of the party, they it seems all we can do is get people killed. I I just need to get up to that mountain as quickly as possible. I, I can you help me, please? Oh, Rock, but I am so sorry. I wish there was something I could do. I really, I really do. I suppose I can try and walk into town with you and. I'm not very good with people anymore. Believe me. I just need I just need a guide. I'll do what I can. I'll give you I'll, I'll give you whatever I can. I, I have five gold left. Don't you worry about it. Let's head back. Goodness, I we'll, we'll I'll, I sure we sure can try. You know we can we can do our best. Let's go. Harold, can, can I actually ask you for one more favor? What is it, sweetheart? Uh. What what uh, something really terrible just happened in town, and I wasn't able to stop it. And I don't know if I feel comfortable going in there and, and facing it. it. It's hard to to keep the mask up, you know. Sometimes I just need like, can I can I rest here for a second? Of course. I haven't slept in two days. Uh, I guess it's not super comfortable. I just don't know if I can if I can face the people in there again. Alright. Uh, I'll make a bed out of snow, and I guess you can lie on that. <laughs> so Harold's pushing snow into a little pile. Pushes a smaller pile for, like, a pillow. Sure. And, uh, motions you to go ahead and lie down. Thank you, Harold. Just give me, like, half an hour or something. I just need to recharge right quick. And what about you? And he looks at, um, Hartlock. Oh, Jesus Christ! How long have you been there, lad? Hartlock is gonna just, um, very quietly lie down next to Jorgen and do the very long, awkward hug. <laughs> <laughs> I think as Hartlock does that, Jorgen starts crying and turns to, like, so that he's not facing Hartlock and he's trying to, to do it as quietly and, like, still as possible. There, there. Just, just listen to my very soothing voice. Everything will be fine. And Harold uh, flops back, like flops onto his back and falls like into the snow kind of to get covered by it. Because <laughs> Harold kind of feels the voice is somewhat grating actually, so he wants to cover his ears. <laughs> and so he's under the snow uh, sleeping in like a, his body kind of flailed out, like really sloppy like and stuff. Like a, like a, like a troll animal would. <laughs> and you rest for a half hour. And uh, you head back into town, past where you saw the wheelbarrow guys. They're not there anymore. And then you start coming up into the street, and the bodies are no longer there, but there's still blood in the snow. And Harold's like, goodness, what has happened? And Harold's looking all over, and he sees all the boards everywhere. Oh, my God. 
Oh, man. This place really has changed. Thank, thank you again for helping us, Harold. Right. Uh, also, Gerald said they didn't know you. Who's Gerald? The, the, the barkeep. The barkeep? I thought Big Mike was the barkeep. No, it's Gerald uh, now. Huh. What do you know? Oh, well. Anyways, uh, we should... Uh, Hartlock, I suppose we should get the rest of our companions, right? So, I mean, Hartlock says, I agree, and then opens the door to, you know, pop, see, you know, what has transpired. Here we go. So I'll, I'll be out, I'll be out here. And you go back inside, and uh, at the bar you hear like, <laughs> What can I do for y'all? <laughs> it, it's quite alright, Gerald. It's quite alright, Gerald. We're just here to, um, Regroup with some. Oh yeah, I remember you. Okay, okay, sure thing. Thank you, though. Of course, of course. Jezeline's sitting at the fire. Jeremiah's with her. Hartlock will go up to Jeremiah and say, "Where is Rihanna?" Uh, so long story. Uh, Rihanna's resting. She's doing fantastic. Nothing to worry about. But uh, we may or may not have challenged Azaro to a duel and won. So, uh... Wow. What? Yeah. She was incredible. She did great. Uh, I cheered her on very nicely. I I was, uh... I led a little bit of a cheer team back when I was uh, in my youth. So, uh, I'm pretty good at that sort of thing. Anyway, our, our friend here, Reginald, is willing to help us out after all since we accomplished that task. Uh, oh, my God. So, whenever we want, when uh, Rihanna wakes up here, we can uh, follow him to where he's going to lead us. You're going to want to wake up Rihanna. She's she's out like a light, my dudes. I think Jorgen's just going to enter the room and try and, like, shake her awake softly. Uh, Lass. Mm-mm. I shake a little harder. Lass. Mm. Lass. What? Let's go. Yogan. Yogan. Hey. I I heard about what happened. What? What? Well, what, what happened? The you know the duel and what? What? Well done. I'm sorry. What duel? You know what? We'll talk about it later. We're going to take a little trip, okay? Now? Aye, now. All right. Okay. All right. What? Never mind. That's all right. I guess we'll go. Can I? Can I pee first? Can I like do? Uh, I, we're already five minutes late. And oh, really? oh, for goodness' sakes, let her pee. Everyone deserves at least a little bit of a pee. I did it in my pants, but you know. Why'd you pee your pants? <sighs> it, that's not important. <laughs> just, all just right. pee. All yeah, right. go go take a leak. I go to take said leak. Where? I really hope there's a bathroom. There's a bucket next to your bed in the room. <laughs> well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Are you leaving the door open? I mean... You savage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been through a lot together, you know? I feel like it's... it's uh... No, can you all get out for a quick second? I mean, if we have to, okay. Yeah, I'll, get out. I'll leave. I'll go. Jeez. And I lock right. the door. And I <laughs> and I and I pee. And you release yourself in your vulnerable <laughs> position. 
Thank you. <laughs> hey, when you're done in there, can I go next? Pee outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, I'm done. I, uh, I, I exit. I'm fine. I peed. All right. Uh, I'm sure you all remember our friend Harold, yes? Yeah. Oh, Harold, how's it going? Harold's outside. You don't see him yet, but he is outside. <laughs> um, Harold is going to be shepherding us up the mountain. Uh, up the mountain. Interesting. Okay, let's go then, I guess. I, I was under the impression our, our, our deal had fallen through, so I suppose we have two guides now. Oh, did our deal fall through? No, it uh, sorted itself out. Oh, did it? Rihanna, do you not remember anything? What do you... What, what you mean? did, what you said to me, none of that. Mm, no, should I? Y- you no. know, probably no. not. Um, do I need to go wake Reginald, or is he up? Reginald's asleep in his room right oh, now. Oh, God. All right. I get a cup of... Actually, no, that's too mean. I was going to get the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Rock Bottom, do you want to you just go shake him again? Uh, Sure. Uh, he goes to do that. You find the door is locked. He knocks on the door. No response. He knocks louder. After like 10 seconds. And then uh, Reginald opens the door. His hat is like kind of falling in front of his face. What? What's, what's, what? Hello, Hello? friend. It, it, it's me, Robert Crackshaw. Um, I was... Oh, yeah. How are you doing, my good man? Oh, you... Yeah. I, I'm terribly sorry for your loss. Oh, yeah. Well, I was uh, told that you offered to uh, still carry through your end of the bargain, so we were hoping to get a move on, if possible. Oh, right. Yep, right this way. Let's go. Uh, We have a a good friend joining us as well who who can assist on the journey. And uh, you walk outside. You see Harold. Harold, hello. This is is Reginald. (sighs) Nice to meet you. I must be really... <laughs> I need to stop drinking. Is that a talking... I thought there was a... There's two Geralds now? No, this is Harold. Right. Okay. Howdy, Harold. Good to see you again. Oh, hi. Yeah, hello. Hi. Well, um... Are we ready to do this? Ready to move out? I think so. I guess. So, what's with him? What's with the, uh fancy lad oh he's our guide your guide yeah is he from the royal district ah uh, yes i'm af- I'm afraid he is okay he's gonna get you in it seems to be the case yes yeah that's wonderful oh man so it all worked out then i guess so oh harold you're just such a comforting presence i i, I almost don't want our time to end i see Hmm. I'm sorry to to have wasted your time. I, I just I wasn't aware that we we made these arrangements. And- no, you're you're literally you're literally perfect. It's fine, really. You're perfect. Right. You're fine. You know, I I could stick around a little bit. I don't plan to leave well, long. I, I, only if you want to. I, I I don't want to force it on you. I mean, it's been a while since I got out there. You know, so it, it might be nice. I I'd, I'd certainly enjoy your company, Harold. Oh, then. Why not? <laughs> Might as well, right? It's for those uh those boys and all. You know, we've got a mission. Exactly. Yes. I d- I, yeah, I need to save Longreach. It's my home, and I want to protect it. Oh, that so. is delightful. Oh, you are just such a joy, Harold. Thank you again, really. Isn't isn't Gerald great, guys? You know, Harold. 
I just put two and two together. There was this little play from where I'm from where this fella named Harold, he plays music, and uh, his last name happens to be Hill, and you're you're from a hill. So uh, <laughs> I just thought that was cute and funny, but uh, it's a good play. I recommend it. And Reginald's like, right then, let's go. Yes, indeed. We're off. Sally forth. And he like, he pretends to ride like an invisible horse and gallop. (laughs) (laughs) As you walk away, you see a little shack with a sign that says Miss Fortune. (laughs) And Jessline goes, fortunes? Guys. 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 Fortunes. All right. No. No. Go ahead. And Reginald's like, sure, why not? Let's go get some fortunes told. And yeah, you enter uh, the shack to see a little old soothsayer lady sitting at a table with a black crystal ball. And candles are are lit all over. Welcome, come in. I've been expecting you, whatever. Oh, uh, hello. My name is Robert Crackshaw. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Fortunes are one gold each. Alright. Jorgen has an interesting look in his eye. Who's first? Jezeline, you believe in this stuff? Guys, it's, yeah, and it's it's fun, you know, you get to... Oh, I, I certainly know. don't deny the fun factor of it, but <laughs> I've never been one to quite believe in the supernatural. <laughs> Reginald slaps, like, 30 gold on the counter. Fortunes for all! Alright, I'll do the elf, the monk... The dwarf and then the cow bard. And maybe maybe the others. Any objections, too bad. And she motions to Ryana. Come on up, sweetheart, don't be shy. <laughs> oh. Don't I... worry about it, I'm not afflicted, I'm I'm just old. Alright. I I don't really have to do this, right? Get up here. Okay. Do it! Do it I spent the money, do it now. Oh alright. So Ryana steps up to the table. Okay. And Misfortune says, All right, my dear, now listen plenty. As surely as the die is cast twenty. Fear not if they are safe and sound. What's found is lost. What's lost is found. Next! Oh Wait, my what? god! Is that. That was it? Next! And she points at Hartlock. I get up and I. I motion. For Hartlock to go. So Hartlock is going to point towards Jezeline and say, Could I donate my fortune to her? Get up here. All right, I would like to make contact with a certain captain who departed from us recently. Oh. I, I only do fortune, sweetheart. I don't, I'm not a medium. <sighs> Fine, what's the fortune? Oceans rise, empires fall. <laughs> and yes, they've seen you through it all. <laughs> You've brought yourself through so much pain. Oh, but was it all in vain? Next! I don't know if this crackpot fortune teller knows what the hell she's talking about. Why don't we just leave? She motions Yargen. I'm intrigued. Speak your piece. The charade won't last. You will be seen. You know exactly what I mean. It won't happen until one dawn. But will you be too far gone? Alright, get over here. 
She motions to Jeremiah. All right, come on. Get over here. All right. I don't believe in this stuff, but I'm going to do it for Jezeline. So she's like, all right, let, let's see here. Um, she looks into her crystal ball. She's like, nature is change and transformation. Let this bring you determination. <laughs> if the loss of your dog is what ye be preventing, look no further than a man named... And Misfortune sees Venton in the back, scratching himself behind the ear and shaking his leg like a dog. And a look of horror washes over her. Her eyes widen, and she panics. And she runs out the back door. And Jezline, did she just say... Spenton looks at Jeremiah and he goes, Daddy? <laughs> you look in the crystal ball and you see the reflection of Spenton. <laughs> oh. I have no words. We've had tumbleweed all along. Oh my god. <laughs> I I stand up. (laughs) I turn towards Fenton. (sighs) Tumbleweed. And I pat my legs. I pat my legs like that. And Fenton walks up to you. Yeah. Oh my god. And I I embrace Fenton with all my might. I've been looking for you everywhere. <laughs> what happened? Your your tumbleweed hadage what I'm so confused. Uh I guess so. I I knew the minute those soft lips touched me that 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 I, I dreamt about my dog just licking my face over and over again. There was a familiarity to it. Do uh do I still lick you? It, I kind of want to turn you back into a dog. I don't really like you in this form. What do you remember what happened? Not at all. And he sticks his tongue out like not <laughs> sure to lick you or not. <laughs> I'm a little distraught. I still hate Fenton. But I love my dog. <laughs> Yargan leans in to uh, to Hartlock and says, "So, are are we still gonna kill him? What is it like wrong now?" I did make a promise that if he spoke about the Meyer plague again and us having the cure, I would kill his dog. I'll leave that mortal decision up to you. Maybe we should get a move on. Well, congratulations, lads. Reunited at last. I guess I'm going to have to reflect on this. Um, wow. I'm not one for the supernatural, but impressive. I'm a believer now. She found my dog. So, like, what's your deal now, Jeremiah? I I am going to find my uh, any way I can to turn this Sphinton back into a dog. Okay. The, the, whatever affected him messed with his brain, and now he's an idiot. Tumbleweed was not an idiot or a douche, I can tell you that. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to be a dog. But you are dog a dog. Dog life kind of sucks, but it sucks. How? Ha- 
This is way better. No, you're you, the that's whatever turned you into Sventon. That's messing with your brain. You don't know what you're talking about, Tumbleweed. But Jeremiah, I have thumbs. <laughs> but <laughs> Tumbleweed, <laughs> don't you miss crawling into my lap every night and me giving you pets? And I don't even remember, but you can still do that now, Dad. You can totally still do that. <laughs> it might be a little weird, but you could totally still do that. Please don't don't calm the dad while you're in Sventon form, Papa. Yes, Tumbleweed. I can call you Papa. You could call me Papa all you want. Thanks, Papa. Do you, can I still call you Tumbleweed? I guess anything but bastard. Yeah, that's fine. Doesn't matter what you call me. All right. Fair enough. Cool. Tumbleweed. Yeah. Pretty sick. <laughs> all right. Oh, this has been uh. What? Better bonding experience than going to potentially save the world. Let's go. Let's let's go. I think we should go. Reginald's like, uh, right then, and he leads you out, and you start walking, and you you head to the base of the mountain, uh, where two Garalans are positioned, and he pulls out an amulet and flashes it towards the guards, and they let you pass, and you walk along the mountain up the beaten path until it stops looking so beaten and you come to a big cave on the side of the mountain and Reginald goes right this way The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish Welcome to Beyond the Dark Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.